Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Beyonce, Jay-Z type of promotion going on. So I see that's why I didn't follow because I want to get my hopes up. <laughs> my hopes were all the way up. My hopes were through the roof. I turned on notifications for the live videos, for posts. I'm like, yo, I'm going to be here for whatever's happening. What is up? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of this podcast we do here called DX Daily. You know, first ever daily hip hop news podcast. Just putting that out there. Podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here is where we like to keep you updated on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It is Thursday, a.k.a. pre-Friday, Friday pre-game day, Friday Eve, whatever you want to call it. And there's a few big things happening. So an official hearing date has been set for the Tory Lanez versus Megan Thee Stallion trial. Will Smith is making some shocking, shocking revelations in his new memoir that he has coming out. Also, T.I. is out here making big investments in his community. And Jay-Z has officially joined Instagram. Well, he did, but then he didn't, but then he did. I don't know. But first, before we get into all of that, before we even get into breaking that down, gotta say, follow, 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 follow DX Daily Podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, put your friends onto the podcast. Tell them to follow too. Send a little link, share maybe on IG, social media, all of that. You know, we appreciate the DX Daily listeners and followers. So let's get down to it. Okay, let's start off with Tory Lanez versus Meg Thee Stallion. Never-ending saga, it seems. We finally have some concrete dates as to when this trial is starting. Yeah, so a Los Angeles judge has scheduled a preliminary hearing for December 14th, but the incident that's going on is going to play out in court later on today. So it's now back. I think it was paused due to like the pandemic and things like that. But now it looks like Tory Lanez is going to be doing his... Um, plea deal or his testimony during this case and situation so we're waiting on that right now yes and obviously we know this all stems from Tory Lanez allegedly shooting Megan Thee Stallion a few times in her feet after a big party at Kylie Jenner's house in Los Angeles back in July of 2020 now following the entire incident Megan did have to have surgery to have the bullets or the bullet fragments removed from her feet so all of this is still coming from that. We are about to be in 2022, and this is really kind of just jumping off. So it's crazy just to see how kind of slow the justice system moves. There's going to be 90 minutes of testimony, and Tori is actually not going to be taking the plea deal after all. I know Rolling Stone had reported that they were in negotiations of maybe talking about making a plea deal with Tori, but he is maintaining the fact that he is not guilty 
And his lawyer actually even put out a statement saying why they were entertaining taking a deal. Yeah, his attorney, Sean Hawley, has stated, as in every case, the lawyers for the parties discuss the possibility of resolving the case. So this case is no different. That said, our position as to what did and did not happen in this matter remains unchanged. And Mr. Peterson, which is Tory Lanez, his plea of not guilty still stands. Mm, okay. And he was pleading not guilty to assault with a semi-automatic firearm and carrying a loaded and unregistered firearm in his vehicle. So those are both of the things that he's being charged with. So he basically is going to fight this thing all the way out. And I'm really ready for this to happen because I'm so tired of the back and forth, especially social media. These people who were not there debating and going the hardest like, oh, there's no possible way he could have shot her this and this there was three other there was two other people in the car they shot her she shot herself all of this speculation i'm just like all right let's see the facts let's see the receipts let's hear the witness testimonies let's see what y'all come with because i want them to lay it out for us plain as day this mm -hmm. this and that happened and i want to hear what each side says because the speculation has been a bit much yeah definitely so and to think about like According to like at least us, the general public, we haven't seen no other footage or video. So like there really is no other solid proof besides Megan's foot pictures and foot incident and a little bit of uh then like out of the car. But so I'm curious to see like what the verdict is gonna be based off what we know, because from right now it does look like Tory Lanez is the one who shot her. So like how could it else? Prove it wasn't, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Tori, you better pull some magic out his hat. You better have them Johnny Cochran lawyers. He better have the best that there is because outside of the friend shooting her, mm -hmm. what else could it have been? Exactly. Or the bodyguard <laughs> situation. Like. Yeah, the friend or the bodyguard. Like, what else could it have been? And I feel like if it was either one of them, she would have said it because she's not cool with the friend. Her and the friend don't talk. They hate each other. And mm -hmm. she don't have, she wouldn't have loyalty to Tori's bodyguard. So it just makes no other logical sense. So we'll see what happens with that. It's been a lot over this past year, year and a half, two years. Exactly. So on to more just gruesome, harrowing news. Will Smith has been getting very, very candid with us recently. He and his wife Jada are two peas in a pod when it comes to telling us their business and though they get so much flack for it, I kind of applaud both of them because we all go through things, but not many people are as candid as Will and Jada when it comes to just things that they go through in their lives, whether it be their marriage, whether it be their mental health status, whether it be their physical health status, their parental relationships with their children. Like they literally put it all on the table for us. And Will did that recently. He has this book coming out and it's called Will. It's a memoir about his life. And he got into some deep subject matter in this book. He got deep on us. Yeah, it's very deep. Um, of course, social media are like posting snippets of the memoir. But some of the latest ones that we've been able to see is he actually admits in the memoir that he contemplated killing his own father before his father had passed away um, battling with cancer. He had mm. thought about actually killing the dad himself. Wow. Okay, so, you know, well, if you haven't heard yet, Will Smith did come up in a pretty traumatic childhood, and he felt like the best way to get revenge for his mom, uh, who parted ways with his dad, would have been to kill him at that time. He said that when I was big enough, when I was strong enough, when I was no longer a coward, I would slay him. I paused at the top of the stairs. I would shove him down and easily get away with it. 
I'm Will Smith. No one would ever believe I killed my father on purpose. I'm one of the best actors in the world. My 911 call would be Academy Award level. As the decades of pain, anger, and resentment coursed, then receded, I shook my head and proceeded to Will Daddio to the bathroom. Woo. That picture he painted right there is crazy because your dad's sick. He's battling with cancer, and you're still having these thoughts in your head about killing this man so many years later. That's just, ooh, that's that's deep, man. That is really, 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 really deep. Yeah, and to even put that in your memoir, too, like, it just kind of, it kind of gives me, like, goosebumps, like, to think we think of Will Smith as, like, you know, this Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, you know, Nick at Night type of character sometimes, and then he actually, like, thought about just ending his own dad's life, like, right. kind of crazy. The fun, happy-go-lucky guy, the clean rapper Will Smith, like, you just don't think he would have those type of thoughts, and then to have him picture it out in his head so vividly. And then to say my 911 call would be Academy Award level, mm. to think that he really could do something like that and convince people that this was an accident or that he was really sad about this and the whole time he did it, it's a little scary. I don't know. It, may, it makes me a little weary of actors now. Like, <laughs> are you, yeah. well, what are you, what all are you capable of? You, if you could just act like anything, I don't know. It, it may be a little frightened, but I did like the vulnerability of it because many many other people would not put this in their memoir he's went to a, le a level that a lot of people are not willing to go to a lot of people are not willing to dig that deep so I do applaud him even coming out and saying that and mm -hmm. also speaking of getting deep he's gotten deep on his new show recently too it's called the best shape of my life and on there he confessed to wanting to actually kill himself this time yeah, so in the trailer for this one, he says, when I started this show, I thought I was getting into the best shape of my life physically. Because, you know, Will Smith had like, he posts like his body and say so he kind of like let himself go in the way. So he's trying to get back good. And he says, but mentally I was somewhere else. And I ended up discovering a whole lot of hidden things about myself. That was the only time in my life that I ever considered suicide. Mm. Mm. Dang. So not only was he homicidal, he was suicidal too. Will. Ooh, I, I, you know, we just had to send some prayers up for him after hearing all of this. And then one thing that I really was disappointed by after all of this started coming out was the response on social media where people were kind of trying to make a joke about it, like blaming the whole Jada entanglement situation and Jada speaking on their sex life for all of these things that have been coming out. And it's like, no, like this man is revealing deep rooted issues that he's had in his life. And you're trying to make a joke out of it by connecting it to what Jada said on red table talk, which wasn't even what people were twisting it out to be. So I thought that was pretty corny and like a low blow. Cause when somebody, you know, digs this deep and puts this out there, this level of vulnerability and you just trying to get a quick, cheap joke, Come on, man. Come on. I know social media has no chill, but come on. Yeah, you know, they never have, they never chill when it comes to stuff like this. You try to go viral, get a tweet, get some retweets and likes, but for all the expense of this family and Will and Jada, it's kind of tasteless, but you know, it's yeah. social media. Have some cooth, have some class. Come on now. Now we are going to move it along to at least a positive story for today. So T.I. is investing in his community in Atlanta yet again. This is not something that he's new to, but this time around he's doing something really big. He went back to his old Bankhead neighborhood and he has purchased an affordable housing unit and it's going to be 143 and it's going to be 143 different units, a community garden, a community center, and a greenhouse, 
all in his old neighborhood in Bankhead. So that's fire. Yeah, big ups for that. 143 different units for people to get into, people that may not be able to afford housing otherwise. That is major. Now, we know T.I. and Tiny got their things going on. <laughs> they got their they own allegations and battles that they're fighting. But this is definitely something that's going to impact the community in a major way. And then you talk about adding this greenhouse as well. So that could be fresh food and greenery and wildlife for the residents of that community to enjoy while they're there as well. So I, I got to applaud that. I got to applaud that. Yeah, always good to see stuff like that, no matter who really does it. But it's always a good uh, thing to, you know, build a housing development or look at one and bring something back to the community. So uh, I like it. Shout out to them. For sure. T.I. posted up an Instagram video about it, just detailing what's going on. And this is a little bit of that. So, yeah, uh, checking on my checking on my development here on Bankhead, man. You know what I'm saying? Right here used to be the old Kmart giant food. Now we got a uh, affordable housing, 143 units going up, mixed use community. You dig? Uh, we about 40% done, man. We supposed to be done sometime next year. Since everybody's so much from here, let's see what, what you done did for here. You dig? I ain't finna do no whole bunch of job jacking. I'ma show mine. Okay, talk your talk then. <laughs> this thing looks nice too. It's, it's really shaping up to look nice. Like, you can see uh, some of the structures are already up. You can see, like, the, the bones of some of the buildings that are going up. But it looks like it's about to be a really, really nice location. So, shout out to T.I. for doing that for his community. I hope people join in and people that are other rappers, artists, and uh, influential people that are from Atlanta contribute to this community because they can really build something great over there with this. Right. All right, lastly, you know, being that I am, you know, the resident Rock Nation reporter here at Hip Hop DX, I've dubbed myself that just because I enjoy talking about Jay-Z, Rockefeller, and just the whole dynasty of that family so much. Mm -hmm. I feel like we just had to mention the fact that Jay-Z finally joined us on Instagram. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you press follow? I didn't, because I was like, there's no way. Jay-Z on Instagram, <laughs> something's up. I don't know, so I ain't follow. Did you follow? Of course, you know I did. So what happened was Meek Mill shouted Jay-Z out. It was given very shout-out for shout-out early Instagram days. I was like, oh, Meek took it back. So Meek put up a post saying, follow Jigga. And then he added Jay-Z. So I clicked on it. I'm like, what is this about? And I see the verification. So, oh, he got the blue check and really must be Jay-Z. Like, he's really here. And then there was one post on the page. So I'm like, oh, Jay-Z joined Instagram to get everybody talking about his movie. His movie just came out yesterday, uh, The Harder They Fall with Regina King, Idris Elba, and all of them. And the only post on the Instagram page was a post of the movie, the harder they fall. So I'm like, okay, smart way to get everybody talking about the movie, get everybody engaged with it. Everybody's following on, following him on Instagram. I follow when it was like at about maybe a hundred thousand followers. Check oh, back about three, four hours later, hit a million already goat status. Like this is crazy. <laughs> I never see nobody hit a million followers that fast. 
Then it became a story because Beyonce followed him. And you know, Beyonce doesn't follow anybody on Instagram. Like for nine years now, Beyonce hasn't followed anybody. But Mm -hmm. she followed Jay-Z. So then that actually became like a news story and a social media story. Like, oh, Beyonce follows upcoming rapper (laughs) Jay-Z. Or Jay-Z is the only one that Beyonce has ever followed. So that started circulating. Then probably last time I saw the page, it was about at 2 million followers. Mm -hmm. Then he just deleted it. Now he's gone. Now he goes, poof, that fast. Promoted the movie. Stories started going around on social media. Then Jay-Z decides to delete the Instagram page. What a hove move. Very hove move. Very Beyonce, Jay-Z type of promotion going on. So I see that's why I didn't follow because I didn't want to get my hopes up. (laughs) My hopes were all the way up. My hopes were through the roof. I turned on notifications for the live videos, for (laughs) posts, for story posts. I turned on all the notifications. I'm like, yo, I'm going to be here for whatever's happening. And then we go and delete the page. Come on, hove. Come on now. Man, y'all see rappers love fake retiring from stuff because you know you're going to be back. You know you're going to be back on Instagram, so why even make the page, then delete the page, then leave us hanging? Like, you know you're going to be back. You know you're going to be back. You're going to have something else to promote, so why not just just stay? Right. Maybe they just deactivated it and can always, like, bring it back, but I don't know with them. But, I mean, it worked. I guess it worked. Yeah, it did. Two million people follow you in seven hours. Oh, it worked. (laughs) It worked. But I think one of the reasons, honestly, that he got off might be the fact of the stories that came out after, like the one about everybody making a big thing about Beyonce actually following him. Like, dude, it's just his wife following him on IG. Like, it really was a real story that was circulating. And then you have Hove's latest interview. Did you see Did you see that? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah, he did. He did his most recent interview with um, a young lady. She looked about 12 years old. Honestly, she caught him outside of wherever he was going and just asked him for some advice for kids that want to grow up and be successful like him. So I'll, I'll play you a little bit of that. To all the kids that have dreams of being successful like you, what advice could you give them? Be successful like me. Mm-hmm. OK, believe in yourself. Even for anyone else believes in you. Now tuned into the greatest. Got that ultimate confidence like you do. You're very confident. Thank you. I'll show you how to do this, son. Yeah. And just just believe in yourself. So there you have it. Jay-Z's tips for success. Top three tips right there, even though two of them was the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what's up for Hove granting this little girl an interview? Because if it was anybody else, he wasn't stopping. He was already, he was like, nah, nah, can't do it. Sorry. No, no, y'all. And they'd be like camped outside of his crib or wherever it is that he's coming out of all these different days. So they wait outside for him to sign different things and try to interview him, ask him questions. But he stopped for this little girl, this little black girl. So I really was like, wow, that's a dope moment. She'll have that forever. Um, Now about these success tips. uh, Do we want to use that for this week's, today's words of wisdom? I feel like it's only right, you know, Jay-Z giving some motivation, Jay-Z trying to get back on Instagram. I think we got to give it to him today. Right. Yeah, so we're going to use that as our words of wisdom for today, even though I think that's part of the reason why he got off Instagram, because once that video of that interview started circulating, everybody was like, oh, this is what he going to tell y'all at the uh, dinner you passed up $500,000 for. Yeah, this is the dinner with Jay-Z y'all wanted. He going to just tell you believe in yourself, and that's it. So right. that was a whole joke. So I feel like 
Maybe that's a part of why he left IG too. I don't know. He probably just got tired of us that quick. Either way, we enjoyed the shenanigans. I think that's a good note to end on today. For sure. Yes, that is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to us and follow. Thank you. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow to kick off your weekend with more daily news. See ya.